What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 335th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. We are no longer Super Kanto. We are back to our normal episodes. <laughs> I am your host, SBJ. Uh, no Will. I know you guys are probably like, dying. Will is really the star of the show, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, yeah. He uh, went was at a convention this week. Uh, so we got Budget Will, a.k.a. Greg here. Excuse me? <laughs> I am here to bring vital news about people's RAM. How innocent I was a week ago oh, man. before I knew the power of RAM. <laughs> we got to re- talk about And you're going to like, be like, I'm Budget and I'm bringing the good news? How <laughs> dare you, sir? We got to reset this RAM. We'll talk about that. <laughs> <sighs> that is something we have to talk about because oh, I just I'm can't, excited. I just can't have incorrect information exist in this world. We traveled from Alola to Kanto and we brought you guys Rochelle, or some of you might know her as Miss Delaney in Slack, but Rochelle is here. Alola, I'm sure people missed me. I'm out of my element. Uh yeah, they did. I would have at least one to two people a day in in Twitch. This is uh, Twitch is this little side thing I do. It's not um, little side project. <laughs> not just not a very small minor one. Uh, but they would always say like, "When is when is Rochelle and Al coming back?" At least that once a day. Now. That time is now. That time. is now to bring the gospel me. of the Ram. <laughs> oh my gosh! If I hear one more person say Ram for the rest of my life, I might flip a table. Oh well, my gosh. Get ready. Get ready for this entire Get episode. Ready. Get ready, because the Ram's coming. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, Greg and my mini-series cover- covering Hello Canto. Uh, this should have no real Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee spoilers. We do have some news. There was a lot of Pokemon news in the last two weeks. There was a community day that happened that by the time this podcast is up is over. Yep. There was, obviously, the Pokemon games came out, and there was information regarding those and stuff, so... I don't want, uh, you know, our first episode back to be like three hours long. I think uh, all three of us could, could easily talk that long, but I handpicked some Pokemon news. If we miss some Pokemon news, there will be next we'll week. We'll leave it for Will. And then, leave and, some for Will. Yeah, and there'll be the next week afterwards. So, But what we are going to talk about is we are going to talk about the movie, this episode, uh, The Power of Us. I don't know how spoiler will... Spoiler we spoilery we will get with that but uh we'll put we'll give you uh it'll probably that'll probably be after the break um and then we're just gonna do some other pokemon news and uh our question of the week from slack and uh we'll probably pass on pokemon of the week because i think that's uh very much so will's segment and so yeah. i don't want to take mm-hmm. i don't want to take like i didn't anything. bother to do that research or that writing i'm like nah we're skipping yeah and uh, everyone it's likes a, when will, will does it and so we'll leave that to Will. So that's our episode. We are going to jump right into things. A very tiny game. Uh, I, I don't think anyone's ever heard of it. I believe it's an indie game, but it comes out this Friday. It's called Super Smash, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, very small game. Oh, made, uh, is that a new? Is that a new franchise? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's made by this new. Uh, it's a very an indie company called uh, Nintendo. Uh, Wow. Oh. Their first attempt making a game. 
They worked with uh, the big company Game Freak and uh, the Pokemon Company International. So good, good on good on Game Freak for working with small guy Nintendo. Here. Yeah, it's nice to see them reaching across the aisle, giving small developers <laughs> an independent chance at stardom. If you uh, do buy this new indie game, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and on your Switch. And it reads that you have uh, either Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee. You get a bonus unlock. What? Ooh. This is off uh, Nintendo Life. If you are looking forward to giving your fighters a boost in battle with the hundreds of spirits, I don't know. What, I don't know what a spirit is. Uh, <laughs> in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, uh, the Nintendo Australian Twitter account has shared a fun fact. If you have saved data for Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee on your Nintendo Switch, you will be able to immediately unlock the partner Pikachu Spirit and the partner Eevee Spirit. Fortunately, if you only own one of these games or didn't pick up any, uh, either, you will still be able to unlock them by completing in-game challenges. So that's kind of cool. Mm. Uh, oh, look at this. For the uninformed, that's me. Spirits are characters from all sorts of Nintendo series, as well as characters created by many other publishers and developers. There are two types of spirits, primary and support, and hundreds of them to collect. Spirits will enhance your fighter's abilities, such as attack and movements. Oh, okay. I'm very excited for Smash Brothers, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to buy it as soon as it comes out, or wait until I am on vacation around Christmas, but also like, I'm in the time period where I'm not allowed to buy things for myself because of Christmas, so I'm real torn about what I'm going to do about Smash Brothers. I'm skipping it. <laughs> you always skip because you're not a fighter person, so move on, I'm Steve. not. Look, I had a lot of fun with the Wii U version. I bought it. Uh, it came out the day, same day as Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. I'm sure no one remembers that, but it did. Uh, I had, I, I got, I think that game supported seven or eight people. Eight. Yeah. Uh, eight. I think I had seven or eight people in my house, and we played for like four hours on Friday night, and we played for four hours on Saturday night, and we all had a blast, and then I never played it again. <laughs> I'm not into Smash, and I even played more than you. Wow, really? Yeah, well, when it came out, I was living in a house with ten people. Oh, and... see, that makes sense. Yeah, and it was just like a weekly activity we did, but I probably won't get it this time because I no longer live in a house of ten people, so who am I going to play with? I mean, I live a house with one other person, and I still buy it because I have a bunch of, I have like a bunch of friends. Like we'll go to like events. It's like let's play Smash. So I'll, I'll get it. Plus, I just like playing Smash. I'll probably get it. I just don't know when I'm going to get it. But I do like that series quite a bit. If I was to get it, I would yes. probably do like Pokemon only matches with only Pokeballs dropping. And only you just people... want to play Incineroar. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like that is the most compelling thing. Is is like I do want to play Incineroar. Uh, I always remember like Mewtwo though, and I wanted to like Mewtwo, but Mewtwo was always so floaty, and I hate when a character jumps and they're like floaty. It just feels mm-hmm. bad. It reminds I don't know me of that Incineroar is going to be floaty. I don't think it you will. But, said? but Mewtwo was definitely floaty. Well, Mewtwo's floaty in the game. Yeah, but I don't know. It reminded me of Little Big Planet, where you play this and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, like, I just want my character to land on the ground faster. <laughs> Push down. Is that what um, you do? I think so, yeah, but Mario has a good jump. Well, I mean, that's Mario's stick to good, jumping. Good jump, Mario. Jumping and plumbing. That's what he the does the things. best. That's the only new Pokemon, right? Incineroar? Yeah. I guess Pokemon isn't, Trainer's kind of redone. Pokemon Trainer, but isn't there 
female Pokemon trainer in with different evolutions than the male one, I think. I seem to recall that it registered for me that Leaf, the female trainer, was in there, but I can tell you no details whatsoever. Mm. I'm pretty sure, and it's got the same, so it's, I think, uh, it's the same, like, evolutions, evolutionary lines as a regular Pokemon trainer, but, like, the, like, different ones in those lines. I, let me look it up. Now it's gonna drive me crazy. All right, you look it up. I'll give you the next bit of news here. This is off GameRant.com. Pokemon Go adds a shiny Misdrevious. Pokemon Go has continued. Ooh, I know, right? Very exciting. Captured the imagination of Pokemon fans, young and old. Large part is due to Niantic's consistent updates. Yesterday, fans discovered the studio quietly started releasing shiny Misdrevious into Pokemon Go, making it the first time that this shiny has appeared. Uh, they also have updated the breakthrough rewards. So now when you do your uh, seven days for breakthrough, you can either get Zapdos, Moltres, Articuno, or Entei, Suicune, Raikou. And uh, Zapdos, Moltres, Articuno can be shiny. All right. I, I have information. Okay. A female Pokemon trainer is in the game as an alternate form for Pokemon trainer model. So you choose male or female and then their outfit. But they're the same play style. Okay. This is just piggybacking off the community day, which recycled all of the past community days in one into a 72-hour event. If you don't play Pokemon Go, or maybe you do casually and you might have missed it, because by the time this goes up, it was uh, they took the first 11 community days and put them all into one. Uh, and they made it 72 hours with still a three-hour window with bonuses like extra XP and extra Stardust, I think. And the big thing here, which we could possibly look forward to to future community days, is outside of that three-hour window, it seems, according to the Silk Road, that the shiny rate was about 1 in 80, uh, which some people compared to uh, when they did the Cubone and Ponyta. And um, inside the window of the three hours of the community day, which was central time, was 1 p.m. to 4 p.m., um, which is the same time zone for you every community today. The shiny rate was 1 in 25, which is the normal one. Um, but this was a first time they did like a 72-hour community day event thing uh, with these Pokemon spawning all over. And I've only heard good things about it. It seemed like everyone was pretty happy with the the even though it was a repeat of past community days that it was a good way to get stuff you may have missed and if you were working during the three hour period you still had a pretty good chance of finding maybe the shiny you were looking for if you actively went out and played i did not actively go out and play and i still got a shiny lavatar i went out for an hour and then had it open in my house the whole time and got a shiny nothing so oh man Story of my life. But I really, really like them kind of like extending the odds beyond the, beyond that three hour period, because for some of us who work weird hours and maybe can't necessarily go out in the middle of the day, that's really convenient. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of hope that community days are a bit more like this, like there's a concentrated time, the normal time, but then there's just a little better rate outside of that time frame because it's real hard weekend afternoon sometimes yeah and i would it was nice to be able to just like pop in every once in a while and say what's around oh it's the community day ones i'll just check them and catch them if i can and i just happened to catch a shiny larvitar which was nice i was like oh i don't have that one you know 
Yeah. And it didn't feel like I lost my weekend to it because it's three hours in the middle of a Saturday or a Sunday, and that's like prime errand time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff to do. My main appeal of Queen Days is just I know there will be people to do raids, <laughs> and I don't have to resort to a Discord to do a Cresselia. So I was like, I don't need any of these shinies. I mean, what am I going to do with 17 shiny Beldum compared to like 15 shiny Beldum that I had before? But I was like, if there's a Cresselia raid, there's going to be people. And sure enough, a Cresselia raid popped. I was like, all right, I'm going to get some lunch. I'm going to watch this raid for 45 minutes. I'm going to walk around the mall. (laughs) And as soon as that raid popped, instantly 20 people filled up. And I was like, this is great. I didn't have to talk uh, to a single person. Apparently, to get this there was Mall of America raid drama this time. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, give me the on scoop. Our local on our local raid group, they put rules listings because apparently people were. It was so packed, people were blocking huge sections of Mall of America. Like people couldn't get past them because they were all trying to get to the location where because you've been there so you know like sometimes you have to like wander to areas to get into the thing so they were blocking yeah there's like two gyms that like drift real hard yeah and so they were blocking hallways and people couldn't get past plus it's christmas so it was extra packed and like security was really mad and people left a mess so it was like there's like a big warning in the Minneapolis Ball of America raid. Like, here are the raid rules. Please do not get us kicked out of Mall of America or have the gyms removed. You have to be good people or this prime spot is going away. Please like, do not I'm- throw Gatorade bottles. Please. Oh my gosh. Please move out of the way of shoppers. We realized nobody is there to shop because Mall of America is terrible and everybody's here to play Pokemon Go, but please buy something. (laughs) At least support Jamba Juice. (laughs) (laughs) No. If Jamba Juice wants to support, they can work with Niantic to get their own special supporters Pokestop. So. I mean, come on, Jamba Juice, Berry Juice, it's a win win. Get it at. Get at it. Get the Chuckle n- mascot. Nam 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 berries. Nam nam. Nam nam berries. So good. There's also a new Spinda. Uh, so it seems like every month, by default, at least one new shiny Pokemon gets added to Pokemon Go on the first of the month. And the new, sh- the new Spinda got added. So if you're collecting Spinda, go out and get your, I think it's like one great curveball throw to get it or something like that. I could be. Like something something curveball or something great or something spinda e, so go get your spinda this month. Um, I believe Cresselia is still in raid battles until mid December, so get your Cresselia. And then the only other Pokemon Go thing I want to talk about. Uh, this is off Pokemon Go Hub. I guess they were invited over to Niantic's office about this, but um, they uh, Niantic finally announced uh, trainer battles. And they did it in the, in my opinion, the worst possible way in the entire world. <laughs> it's everything I ever wanted, and the image 100% makes me so excited for it. Ugh, okay. It's going to be me being really negative, and there, a lot of people replied to my tweet. I'll just read my tweet real quick. And I think some people missed the point of why I was complaining. That's that's fine. That's the internet. 
I said, for a game that makes $2 million a day, why show off a teaser of something that looks like a screenshot from what looks like a CD-ROM game for Windows 98? This is presented so poorly. So this is a audio-only podcast, but it shows a, it shows <laughs> the repeating oh Pokemon Go tree background with a very skewed kind of baseball field with some trees in the corner with obvious white lines because whoever did photoshop probably just barely learned how to use the magic wand tool um and then they took the sprite avatar and placed it on one end of the field and the entire thing is super pixelated yeah and that's how they decided to announce it and i got a lot of responses of like yeah pokemon go looks like garbage uh i don't get why don't they upgrade upgrade the graphics or it, everything looks it, I'm not that the whether or not <laughs> whether or not you think Here Pokemon go. go is garbage that wasn't the point of the of my complaint whether or not you think the graphics could be better in Pokemon Go also irrelevant and whether or not this actual feature is going to be good also ir- irrelevant my point was when they announced raids over a year ago, there was this amazing yeah. two-minute YouTube video of all these people running up to gyms and eggs getting ready to pop and like Ho-Oh, or not Ho-Oh, Lugia and Articuno and all these Pokemon like interacting and flying like through the sky. And then when they announced Gen 4, which... I will easily, I like, I will argue, uh, was a terrible rollout and not as good as the Johto rollout or the Hoenn rollout. But when they announced Gen 4, they had like f- multiple trailers of like Chimchar and Turtwig and uh, the other one, Piplup. Um, <laughs> the good one. <laughs> they had really? more than one trailer just to announce Gen 4. And. End product, I think the rollout of Gen 4, bad. But that didn't not that like like the excitement for it before I knew it was bad was at least insti- like put into me because of the video they did. Like they could have had a bunch of humans. Yeah. And they could have animated Pokemon in front of them on in a in a what looks to be a place to battle. And that would have been, like, presentation matters so much, I feel like. But maybe it doesn't, because a lot of people retweeted this, and they were really excited over this god-awful screenshot. I mean, it's, it's bad. It's bad, and honestly, I think the presentation does matter, because first of all, they make a lot of money off this. Surely they could pay, like, one intern to work on this for a day. Anyway, I'm sorry. That was too snarky. But when you put out something that's, like, it feels so casually last minute oh i guess we should tell them we're doing trainer battles or something and that sloppiness and presentation a it doesn't have the excitement of like watching a two-minute trailer even a minute-long trailer and b it doesn't really instill a lot of confidence in Mm -mm. the thing they're trying to roll out it's like okay so you were obviously proud to bring up raids and you were proud to bring up the gen 4 pokemon even if that didn't go so well but like it's kind of like the message it sends is I guess we're doing this thing for you guys. I don't really care much about it, but you seem to, so here you go. Yeah, it's it feels like a toss-off. 
And like the battling system already is not great. And then you present trainer battles in a not great way. I'm like, okay, so either the rewards need to be super good to get me to do this, or you don't care about this. And it's just something you did to get to shut people up. Neither mm-hmm. are great messages that you're presenting with this sort of awkward, haphazard presentation style. It's just, it. I think more than anything, like if they had done other announcements with less fanfare, this wouldn't feel so bad. But mm-hmm. they also announcing had, uh... that Gen 4 starters were coming with full videos for them, it's like, like I know what Gen 4 is, thanks. The, it's just, it's... it feels weak. Like, the other thing, too, is they had a 31-second trailer for trading, which was, like, son going back home to, like, dad pulling out his phone, um, and then, like, them animating, like, a Vulpix and a Growlithe in front of them, and it looked really nice, and it was really yeah. simple, and it was 30 seconds, so it's not even the question of, like, maybe they didn't have the money to do it. They have the money to do it. They have the they money. They definitely have the money. The other thing is maybe they didn't have a studio to animate it. They do. Like, they can easily go to ever animated whatever. I don't know if it was the same company that did all of them. No way would that company be like, nah, we, we don't have time because Niantic and the Pokemon company and Nintendo, they got deep pockets. No company is going to say no to those three people. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, it's not like this was a surprise. It's not like they haven't been building this for a while. It's not like, oop, we got it done in a week. Uh, Say something. Like, (laughs) you had plenty of time to even plan it. You've been working on this since game launch. There's no excuse not to make a high-quality presentation for this. Like, this didn't sneak up on you. It's not like, oh, the GoHub people are here. Crap, what do we show them? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Trader battles, make them happy. Like, no, that's not what happened. It's just weird. Weird is a very good way to describe it. Yeah, the only thing I could think is that like, there's like an employee shift or a focus shift or something that happened, and they were like, we... It just when the announcement was also weird. Of They did it... So they did it on Friday... Or, yeah, Friday, which was when the first part of the 72-hour community day was starting, if I recall correctly. So I get why you would announce something to, you know, also, like, indirectly remind people or to get people excited uh, who might have been like, ah, oh, yeah, community day, uh, oh, wait, oh, I guess they're bringing out battles soon. Maybe I should play and catch more Pokemon and get my Pokemon ready. Like, I get it, right? Because different messages appeal to different people. I get that, but also, it's not like they couldn't do it the next community day if they weren't ready for it. Yeah, uh, or, like, if if they didn't have a video ready or just better graphics. Uh, I will say the badges that they tweeted later, um, the, like, the Great League, the Ultra League, the Master League, those badges look really nice. And mm-hmm. that screenshot alone of, like, presenting the badges looked way better um than the announcement screenshot of the girl with the the exclamation exclamation mark above her head like i just don't understand why why was that the week to announce it to be like okay they're coming with yeah, like I no pre- like, it just you could have waited a week you could have waited until next year i don't think anyone was like we already waited this long for battles 
Um, the battle system sucks. Anyone who's going to try to defend the tapping and the swiping, which is, in all honesty, 98% tapping, 2% swiping, because no one ever does it. It's just It's also just doesn't fully make sense to me, part of the audience, and it just doesn't make sense of, like, why people are getting excited for something that was presented so poorly and something that they didn't really give a lot of information about. Like, if you're going to... If if the actual battle system is not changing, which they haven't talked about yet, if it is changing, that is exciting. I, whether it's better or worse, I think a change is needed regardless. It's... Like like yeah. tapping against another person, I don't I don't yeah. see the fun of that, and it's going to come down to whose phone has the better network to Niantic servers. Yeah, and the other thing is like even their community day image is better than this. Oh, their whole like, Instagram mm-hmm. is fantastic. Their community day image that they made, which is super simple, like what? It's like I don't. What are you doing? I don't understand. Why this why this one thing was so out of step with the rest of their brand. It doesn't make sense. And it feels clunky and strange and uh like an afterthought. And I I don't think that is going it gives a fair preview to what may be coming. Like your Pokemon Go like I'm looking at their Twitter feed and like they have beautiful eggs and in incubators and it looks gorgeous. And you scroll up and you see this windows 98 choppy pixel <laughs> lady with, an, with a, with like a clip art exclamation point over her head. Like it's not even styled. It's like, what? I don't, why? I don't understand. The Ad- adventure sync had like, uh, had good graphics the 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 research box that came out for december 1st with like the package in the snow like they are capable of this so this is why that was my complaint on twitter and i think a lot of people miss that is like look at literally everything niantic has done in the last two years and everything is presented very good i'm not going to say perfect but everything is presented very very well and then this is this stands out and i i hope that it's good but i think there's an obvious issue that people just overlooked like there is a like something doesn't seem right Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i it yeah it is just yeah I don't think, yeah, it's just yeah. a weird, bothersome thing. It's like, it's like that one misstep that you're like, okay, but you never, like, you never do that. So what's up? Is that one thing where you're like, mm, what? It's yeah. immensely unprofessional and uncharacteristic of the company. And it's yeah. weird. Yep, absolutely. But for the battle stuff, real quick, there will be three different leagues. There will be the Great League, which will have uh, Pokemon under 1,500 CP. Uh, There's the Ultra League, which are Pokemon under 2,500 CP. And then there's the Master League, which is no CP limit. And it looks like, given the CP limitations, the League format alleviates a lot of demand for Stardust. A level 15 Legendary can land under 1,500 CP. 
making it a perfect surprise for the Great League, or you can spend, uh, you can go on a spending spree to use it in the Ultra or Master Leagues, uh, or those, all, as those will feature higher CP Pokemon. Um, according to, uh, that was read right off Pokemon Go Hub. So we really don't know too much about it, besides the fact that it's coming soon. Um, there are three leagues, the CP limits. That's it. We don't know what Pokemon are allowed. We don't know what the battles are. We don't know how often you can do it. We don't know if you have to go somewhere to do it. We literally don't know anything. But the badges look nice, the little badges they made. Um, they look cool. Maybe here in a couple weeks, they'll release a short, well-made video explaining it to us. Maybe. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> Too late! <laughs> I think that's all our... Pokemon Go news, at least here. I have a little bit of TCG. Oh, last bit of Pokemon news. So, so, super short, literally a sentence here. The uh, limit on Pokemon storage has been upgraded to 1,500 from 2,000. There were... Uh, the Sulphur Road said that this took so long because of a potential RAM issue. <laughs> It's not the only, uh, not the only time we'll bring up RAM. Uh, but if you notice, your friends list also, uh, if you go into your friends list, it probably scrolls a lot more smoother. When it doesn't crash, yes. When it doesn't crash, which also, the reason that it didn't scroll smoothly to begin with was because of a potential RAM issue. So I don't think they were very, I don't think that was inaccurate information, but we did have this upgrade announced back in July and it just hit us now so clearly there was some issue that needed to be resolved but you can spend 20 bucks and get 500 more spots okay that's that that's all the Pokemon Go news we have a little bit of TCG news the recent movie came out so we're going to talk about that if you don't want any spoilers I would skip the second part of well I mean I'm sure if you wanted to see the movie you probably saw it by now but uh, we will be uh, right back, and then when we get back, we'll talk about that stuff. They had people there to manage the flow of traffic. Be like, hey, walk this way or hey, walk this way, just to keep it clear. Uh -huh. Walk this way or hey, walk this way. That all went okay. Yeah. Yeah. Traffic all day. I'm like, let these people walk. Let these people walk this way. Walk this way. That's the one. Walk this way. Now walk this way. And, and you're good to go. And we are back from our break. Uh, we're going to tackle some TCG news here, real quick. This off Pokemon.com. Take a peek at Tag Team Cards. An early look at the incredible new tag team Pokemon GX coming to the Pokemon trading card game. Pokemon pair up for unprecedented power in the new tag team cards coming to the TCG. With enormous HP and huge attacks, these Pokemon duos are ready to go to the distance in any big battle. Plus, every tag team is a Pokemon GX, so they all have awesome GX attacks. Protect them at all costs, because when a tag team Pokemon is knocked out, your opponent takes three! Prize cards! Wow. Uh, check out the first six tag team GX cards you'll still soon be able to battle with. 
plus hear from uh, members of the TCG creative team of these powerful new cards. If you want to read this article, it is off Pokemon.com. It is on their uh, homepage. But for those that are unfamiliar with the TCG, I'll explain it real quick. Uh, there's a couple ways to win, but the main way you win is by taking six prize cards, and you get one prize card for every Pokemon you knock out. They have introduced Pokemon cards such as uh, Pokemon GX cards, uh, which are usually um, legendary Pokemon, but can be like Incineroar or some other stuff. But they're usually way more powerful than a regular Pokemon in the, in the game. So if you knock that out, you take two prize cards. So you can knock out either six regular Pokemon or three GX Pokemon. That is if your opponent is playing GX Pokemon. And these you can take three prize cards. So you can only you only need to knock out two of them. Because they are worth so many prizes, if you can knock them out, you'd imagine that they are probably really, really powerful. Uh, but there is an Eevee and a Snorlax GX. Okay, that Eevee looks like it's fearing for its life. <laughs> it's like, oh, what have I done? What did I wake up? Oh my, oh no. Uh, which has a whopping 270 HP. Uh, there's a Latios and Latias GX, of course, putting those two together. Which is a dragon type Pokemon, which is arguably the worst type in the game. <laughs> dragon type is not great. Uh, fun fact, while there are dragon type Pokemon in the TCG, there are no dragon type energy um, besides special energy. So usually dragon type Pokemon require two energy. In this case, Latias and Latios require water and psychic energy. Uh, there is a Gengar and a Mimikyu GX. They look so sinister in they, this artwork. They look I good. I love it. Usually Gengar cards are very, very good in the TCG. I'm not sure if this one it will be good, but uh, usually Gengar is pretty good. Talking about Pokemon that are always bad in the TCG, Venusaur is almost always bad. Um, but Celebi is usually always good, so we got a Celebi and a Venusaur GX. The power couple. Look at them holding hands. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually always bad in the TCG, both Magikarp and Waylord, so they put them into one card. Rip, Magikarp. <laughs> With a whopping 300 HP. That Magikarp is not surviving this experience. And no. may maybe this card will be good, but for one, two, three, four, five water energy, you can do 180 damage. Five is asking a whole lot. Uh, That's a lot. It's a lot of energy. Usually, like, you don't want to go more than three. Even something with four is asking a lot. This is five energy. Um, and then finally, this was first introduced at Pokemon Worlds, Pikachu and Zekrom GX. Those are the ones they've showed off. They look real cool. Um, I don't know if they'll uh, convince anyone to get into the TCG. Uh, but it, to, to me, this seems like they're trying to make TCG games go a little bit faster. But really, I mean, that's a lot of energy to get on there. Like, is it really going to go faster? Like, it seems like by the time you build that up, people have been... Well, here's like, well, the thing with like, if, let's just look at Eevee and Snorlax and Pikachu and Zekrom. Both are weak to fighting. Um, pretty much any active Lycanroc or Buzzwall, which are two pretty dominant cards, would be able to, with the right things, pretty much get close to one-shotting these Pokemon. So it'd be easy for those Pokemon to take three prizes. I would. I don't know what the. Um, I don't know what cards are dominant right now. Um, but there, you there would be ways to accelerate these Pokemon. You wouldn't. You, you wouldn't be playing these without 
other cards to help accelerate that. None of these are psychic, so my default would be like, oh, Malamar. Malamar can um, accelerate psychic Pokemon. Oh, I guess maybe like Latias yeah, Latias. Isn't, isn't Gengar and Mimikyu also psychic? They are, but they only require two. Gengar always oh. requires pretty mm -hmm. low energy for what they do. Um, Gengar cards are all, like the thing about the TCG is like certain certain Pokemon are almost always the same throughout the years. Like Gengar is always super low energy, but very gimmicky. Um, but I mean, like if like with with G with GX or EX cards, when you're taking two, when you're only knocking out three instead of knocking out six, that is ideally making the game shorter. And in this case, if you knock out two of these, game over. So, yeah. We'll uh, we'll see. I I think they're cool, but um, we'll see if they uh if they are popular or not. I'm I'm very curious of what other ones will be announced after this, because they said these are the first couple. They look interesting. I am immensely concerned about the well being of this Magikarp. Um, <laughs> it, Magikarp they're partners. Is not gonna live. They're partners. Not gonna live. They're partners in its stomach. One is giving yeah. nourishment to the other. That's exactly what it looks like. That. The poor expression, and it's probably just Magikarp's default expression, to be fair, but Magikarp always looks like it's quietly dying, and it just looks even more like it's quietly dying in this it's, card. It knows its future fate. To it's <laughs> one of the water energies powering Wailord. Last bit of news here, which will lead into our movie news, is the new uh, new Pokemon preview teases Zara Aura's TV debut. Pokemon is busy these days on the gaming front with the Switch entry. Uh, but the anime has zero plans to let it die down. After all, the show has set to introduce the newest mythical Pokemon, and fans just got taste of their debut de of its debut. Recently, the Pokemon Sun and Moon series puts out the new newest episode, and it ends with a little treat: a preview for the anime's 100th episode. Well, 100th of the Sun and Moon episode yeah. was shown to fans, and it ends with Zeraora's TV debut. Um, you can see above the pre. I, I mean, I'm not going to go into it. It just it, it shows Zeraora. Um, Zeraora should be in the Sun and Moon anime. Of course, the American anime is always a couple months behind, a couple weeks, a couple months behind the uh, Japanese one. But uh, Zeraora will be coming to Sun and Moon anime, and uh, that's how you officially say it. We've been kind of debating this for months, but there are. Uh, Multiple characters in that anime that say Zera Aura's name out loud, and it is just like that. I can't even remember what other what people were saying before. I don't remember. I know there was a lot of debate about its name initially, but there you go. That was the probably the only redeeming thing about that movie is learning how to oh. say Zera Aura's name. Yeah, just about. <sighs> Rude. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Rochelle, how did you feel about it? Oh, before we start, uh, real quick, <laughs> full disclosure, Fathom Entertainment and the Pokemon Company International did pay for our tickets. Yep. Uh, so I want to be clear about that. Uh, they did pay our $13 ticket price. Um, 14 there, and change. There, there was an actual ad run in one of our podcast episodes, so... Thank you, Fathom, and thank you, yes. um, thank Pokemon you, Fathom. Company, for paying for our tickets. That being said, uh, let's complain about this movie. I didn't oh. hate it, but Rochelle, what was your thoughts? My heart. Honestly, my honest opinion, it's not the greatest movie. It's not the worst Pokemon movie. It felt very much like 
a mashed together hot pot of a bunch of wonderful little moments that could have definitely been strung together a little better. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's the most diplomatic I can get. But the individual little moments were really great. What? uh, So as soon as the movie was over, Irene looked at me and said, I didn't think this movie was ever going to end. Yeah. (laughs) And that's honestly how I felt. It just was, it was, it was, I 100% agree with Rochelle. It's not the worst. It's not the best. It's, there there are, there are very bad Pokemon movies. Case in point, the Volcanion movie is still, (laughs) I think, the worst. There are worse, there are worse Pokemon movies, but this one commits at least seven of my number one movie sins. I want to hear all seven. Uh, I will say though, I'm, it's, it wasn't like, I don't want to say it was bad, but it was just like the word I'm going to use instead is it's just a boring movie. It's boring. That's sin number one. It's boring. The first half of that film is horribly boring. Sin number two. You take an incredibly interesting character, and I'm going to mention this because it really bothers me that they kept her name as Risa, because the Japanese form, it's Lisa, and I... I'm bothered as to whether that was intentional because the RL thing is such a horrible stereotype that's existed in the English-speaking world for so long that it really bothered me that they left her name as Risa instead of Lisa. Mm -hmm. And it bugged me the entire time. But other than the name fiasco... It makes you feel better. I I forgot her name until like you just said it. (laughs) Yeah. But she is such a great character... That they shortchange all of her story to introduce us to plot B, C, can be cut from the movie, people who don't matter. In particular, Callahan, sin number three, they included a character that can be cut from the film and nothing about the film changes. That's true. He did nothing for that film. Hey. Callahan had the best moment of the entire movie. Hot take. Which was? But they <laughs> robbed that moment from Zara Aura and Mia. Is it Mia? No. What's the daughter of the mayor's name? There's like two little girls, and that bothered me right off the bat. Yeah. Margo. No, Margo. So they robbed that from Zara Aura and Margo to give it to Callahan who's a bad guy, and Sudowoodo, who... But he's not like a... Is he there. isn't really a bad he's guy. He's not a bad guy. Sin number four. There's no conflict No, okay, okay, this problem. is... This is... Okay, so I... Now, when... um, Okay, let me, let me back up real quick. I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but I was listening to Giant Bomb, uh, which is another podcast, and Vinny is a parent, and he was talking about his kid... And he was talking about how his kid really liked cars and how he liked cars because there was no villain in cars. And that was the first time I think I ever realized that one, cars didn't have a villain, and two, that there are movies that exist without villains. There are. This is actually a major, like, this is part of the reasons I actually like the movie is that, like, Pokemon can get so into a rut when it's constantly and then there's a big giant pokemon and you have to battle and then it has to be this horrible giant conflict and i get tired of that and i liked that there wasn't a huge horrible conflict 
like Sir Lawrence the Third and <laughs> that that <laughs> without having a strong actual villain, they shifted it to Callahan, then they shifted it to the Poachers, then they shifted it to Zero Aura, and instead of having and they a shifted strong, it to Team Rocket for Team like Rocket, a hot instead second, instead of having an actual strong point of view, they diffused it amongst. 50 different people making it un just completely ineffective. Like they wanted to have a villain, but they didn't want to have a villain. So instead they spread it out amongst a bunch of people and never resolved. It, it just felt like you have no idea where you're going. Uh, sin number five. Oh, wait, hold on. Can we still talk about sin number four? Yeah, we can talk about Sin Number Okay, four. so uh, there is a Pokemon movie without a villain, and I think it does it really well, even though people complain about Keldeo's voice, but that movie... That movie does it well. That movie does it well. Mm-hmm. There's because no, it focuses mm-hmm. in on the actual tension. There's So there's no villain in that movie. Some people could say Kiram was the villain, but Kiram eh. was Kiram is not. not. No. Like, Keldeo offered Kiram to battle... Kiram said, if you do this, you cannot quit. We have to have the battle per the rules. And then Keldeo tried to quit. And all Kiram was trying to do was say, like, you need to actually finish this battle with me. Um, and Keldeo was, I mean, the, the, the issue there, I guess, was Keldeo's commitment. The, the villain was Keldeo's lack of commitment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and they made that clear. The villain here was people lie, maybe, or... So in, I don't know. In this movie, though, like the issue that actually happens, which is the smoke taking over the city, that is quote that is the entire issue that they need to solve. Um, besides any of the little issues, was started by Team Rocket by stealing the smoke bomb, and then twenty minutes later. They figure out the well. One person, the scientist dude, who I I do like him. I don't remember his name though. He figures out the issue of making a lumberry bomb, which Team Rocket was the solution. So not like it, to me, it was super frustrating that the the big problem was was caused by Team Rocket, yet it had no weight. Like Team Rocket had no consequences, nor did right. any of the characters know it was Team Rocket, and the solution was also Team Rocket, which had no weight, nor did any of the characters besides the scientists know that Team Rocket was the solution. His name is Torin. Yes. And... And mm. I Sorry, I do agree that, like, it feels very disjointed in spreading that out. And honestly, I feel like the whole smoke bomb issue is really what was detached from the rest of the story to me, because if it had just been a story about, like, oh, Callahan lies, and all of a sudden everyone's trying to go out and find this mystery special rare Pokemon, and it just right. happens to accidentally be Zeraora, and you follow through with that storyline without the smoke bomb, that would have been good. That would have been a much better film, because it was focused instead of this. Mm-hmm. All right, what sin was I on? Uh, oh, you're on five. Two. I'm on five. Okay, sin number five. The second half of that movie is so full of plot holes that... <laughs> None of it makes sense. So they never explain how Margot got the ink on her shoes because it was Team Rocket in the lab and she was never shown in there. The power, the problem of the potion wasn't that they didn't have materials, it's that all the power went out. 
So how did they make an entire lum potion with the same equipment that didn't have power? They didn't solve the power problem. How did it take <laughs> Risa all night to run to the monument when it took them half a day to walk there to find the little girl? And she's supposed to be a regional running champion. She can be running. so and fast. It, it took her all night? How did everybody get back to town and then get up a different mountain <laughs> in the time it took her, the fastest runner, to run the distance they had just walked in two hours? That little girl can get up and down that mountain real fast to talk to Zeraora, let me tell you. But And they all found her in two hours, but it took her, the best runner, eight to run. I'm like, well, apparently she can't run. Like... What is going on? Uh, sin number five, which is plot holes. Sin number six is I hate cheap emotional manipulation. And the old woman, her snubble plot line was not earned. They cheaply did a kill on screen and a ghost to make you feel for a character. And that is cheap and manipulative and i immediately was angry i'm like you did not earn this moment with this character you literally threw us in a scene with no real expectation no build up to watch her pokemon die and then she's like this is why i don't like pokemon and here's the spirit no i can do it it was cheap and it was done too fast and it made me angry i intensely agree with this point it was the only part of the film that actually did make me angry it was awful, and I hated it. Uh, and especially it was... when, especially when they had other characters who had these really nice buildups to actual, like, really good emotional moments, and then they just like toss us. And it's at the very end of the movie too, so it's just like, oh yeah. yeah. And by like, the way, oh, yeah, there's yeah. this other thing happening. Ugh. Just uh, and then, okay, sin number seven is what is the moral of your movie? So they did two terrible things. One, <laughs> instead of saying. It's the power of us. As long as you have a friend or your support group, you can do anything. They kept stressing, as long as you have a Pokemon with you, you can get it done. Well, we don't live in a world with Pokemon. <laughs> so you're basically telling kids, your friends and family don't matter. It's only through the power of Pokemon. And two, apparently Lugia is now an evil god that decides whether or not a town survives based off of a beacon. Because the entire town shuts down, and they have to get it there. So Lugia's like, all right, yeah, I guess you paid me enough tribute. I'll give you wind so your entire town can survive. Also, have these people never heard of solar power? There was not a cloudy day in that entire time. Double up. I mean, so we have we have this previously beneficial Lugia who like controls the jet stream, who is presented as a somewhat vengeful god that has to be appeased in order to keep a town alive. Excuse me? I actually interpreted that a little bit differently. To me, it read more as like, Lugia happened to come by and is much more of a neutral actor and just like, oh, yeah, I'll bless you with this thing. And then it, yeah, if it, I find it almost you. felt like it almost felt like without the beacon, Lugia was just like, I don't know, I'm busy with it. Oh, know. right. I forgot about that town that needs me to live. To live. <laughs> you know, the one I made a deal with 50 years ago and I go to every year. Well, I don't see the beacon and I have no idea where I am, the master of winds. I mean, to be fair, the ocean is very large, and it's, it's very easy to get turned around. This is why it we is. have lighthouses. Oh, my God. I lighthouse, I, lighthouses warn us of rocks, <laughs> not where a town is. A couple, it's I'm not a like couple. lighthouse town. It's, hey, you'll die if you come over here. 
Lighthouse. I have a couple thoughts I just want to say before I lose them. One, is this the only Pokemon movie without any Pokemon talking? Like, I was very surprised Zeraora did not talk. Yeah, I don't... Oh, also, way to leave Zeraora, who is already hanging, who is already wounded, hanging. Like, you have 80 Pokemon who've been putting out a fire, but we'll all just watch Zeraora crumple under this antenna. Like... I thought this was the power of working together. None of you are going to help. You're just going to leave this poor thing suffering, already wounded. A psychic Pokemon could help lift the weight. None of you people lifted a, a finger, and Ash is like, you can do it. We believe in you. Help? help the story? The moral of your story? Help the poor thing. 100% true story. I said nothing during this entire film, and when Zeraora was lifting that whole thing literally i turned to my bff and was like why is no one helping nobody's helping help <laughs> him <laughs> or her it, what just them <sighs> it was ridiculous the i really do feel like that whole i feel like the first maybe two-thirds of the movie with a little bit of reworking could probably be redeemed i Cut think that that whole last third just needs to go i think it was so messy yep. and so like they realized they had too sense. many loose ends and they were trying to tie it all together and it just didn't work. None of it made sense. The plot holes that you could drive entire other movies through. <laughs> like, uh, I just sat there and I went, this is literally, none of this ending makes sense. And if you didn't stay through the credits, something they also, I don't think they do very often, you missed like a fun payoff. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was cute. And uh, I'm like, oh, like, if you hated this movie and walked off, you missed an actual cute part with the actual good character who is unfortunately doomed to forever stay in this movie with um, a terrible name. So, uh, the other thing that I noticed that Ash doesn't use any Pokemon besides Pikachu, which was interesting. The So, for a movie that was... I, I think it also... I don't think it's any fault of anyone in particular but when you when you reboot a movie or the beginning of an anime like i choose you and then your second movie is literally named after the second ever pokemon movie you have i i think unless i'm completely wrong you have a lot of thoughts of like okay this is this this is going to have a lot of you know similarities whether they're subtle or obvious. So going into this movie, I'm just like, okay, Lugia, probably a bad guy, probably something to do with the winds, probably, you know, a festival and stuff. And, like, that stuff is there, but if you didn't see this movie, Lugia is on screen, I think, for maybe 32 for seconds. a hot second. It's like, a hot mm -hmm. second. It is, it is short. Even Zeraora is not on screen that much for like the the Pokemon of the this the movie. movie. Evie is yeah, boy Evie is real cute in this movie though. Evie's not yes. even on screen that much. Like no, for a movie about but... Pokemon, there's not a whole lot of Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing, and I think this kind of ties into like I I feel two ways about this. I think the issue with that is that there's too many human characters mm -hmm. like way too many human they could characters. have they could have condensed it 
they could have condensed but, a number of those characters and just cut some entirely, and they Callahan. still could have had three. Don't cut Callahan. I like C- Callahan's Callahan. story. Callahan with the pseudo widow was give, a good story. I will give say, Callahan that story to Risa. She came in fearful no. of Pokemon. Give her that bonding moment with Evie. Give that story to Margot, who also came in fearful and did a bad they thing. Could've, they could have cut one of the little girls. They could have cut, they, yeah. But like the also, but the mayor was Margo, actually a good okay. character though. Did Margot cause all of the vandalism? Because that's not explained either. Uh, I believe how did a pro- she yeah. do it? They never explain how she does it, but they explain no. that oh yes, I did that because I wanted it to get sh- shut down so people would leave and not find Zara. So how did this little girl who is under pretty much constant look, watch at her house look also mayor's Zara daughter Aura, who is not supposed to be in town just like. Literally put giant rocks in the tracks for of their wind cable cars. Like, what? Like, there are so many terrible plot holes. And yes. they filled it with pointless characters. You are not wrong. But I think that, like, <laughs> when it comes to the number of characters, I really think, like, there were a few, like, really standout, like, good, like, build up emotional moments in this movie. And I think those are the characters that should stay. I think Callahan should stay, would have to stay, because there's that fantastic moment with Sudowoodo. I was literally crying. It was but amazing. they could give that fantastic moment to any of the other characters who earned it. But that was an earned moment. And Callahan did have a nice character arc, and that was nice. They could... They could keep Torin because Torin had a nice character art of learning. And there was that fantastic moment with him and Chansey, which was really nice. And there was that fantastic moment with Risa and Evie that could have gotten a lot more time and should have gotten a lot more time where Evie was what eventually convinced her to do the thing she was afraid to do. That was really nice. And they should, if they had just focused on those small places, like said, our mit- our moral is that Pokemon will help you do things that you can't do by yourself. And all of those moments were Pokemon helping people do things that they can't do by themselves. And that's what they should have focused on. And if they had taken out all of these other characters that did essentially nothing and were there to move along a messy plot, they would have actually had a good story with a good plot and still been able to focus on something that I did enjoy, which was that this movie did not focus on Ash being the hero. And I think that is something it should definitely be praised for because... Yeah, I'm sick of movies where Ash is the hero. Didn't it didn't have a sweet song opening with an Ash nope. battle, and that's always <laughs> nope. like the highlight. It was, no, it was so nice not to have that. I'm not okay. True. Story. I love I love the intro song battle thing that they do. I I'm a, <laughs> such a sucker for it. <laughs> I I am true neutral on the intro song battle thing, but this is how tired I am of Ash. Even though I will say my favorite Ash in any Pokemon media was in Pokemon I Choose You. But I'm so tired of Ash at this point because for me it's been 22 years that there's a part of this movie where Ash gets attacked by a Pokemon attack and goes down and I literally, no joke, the immediately thought that went to my head was like, please, please let him actually die this time. <laughs> because like, and that's kind of why I liked the movie is that it was finally saying like, oh, are you aware that there are human beings outside of Ash in the Pokemon world that can also have different stories? Which is part of the reason why I like a Sun and Moon anime, because it's not all entirely focused on Ash. It also focuses on other characters, and I think yeah. that's valuable and important. I mean, Makes it good. I'm on board. They could also cut Ash from this film, and <laughs> nothing would change. They could 100... Ash is one of the needless characters in this film. Ash I is a needless loved- character in this film. Absolutely. It 
I mean, it would have been a great film of Risa. God, it bothers me every time. Uh, Risa just in this festival. Like, really just give us somebody else. They could have easily cut Ash. And again, Ash did nothing in this film. And easily cut him, and the film would not have changed. This is the first point of view Pokemon movie, though, right? I, there's not another movie where they keep jumping between character stories. Like, this is a first. Not really, because they're all about Ash. <laughs> I think you get a little bit of it in the Entai movie, where yeah. you kind of go back and forth a little bit, but it's primarily, like, it's mostly in the beginning just to set up the story, and then it just goes to Ash from Oh, between out. the girl and the, the, yeah. the mom. Or a, technically I mean, it's Ash's a couple, mom, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of movies that play with it a little. Um, this did it a lot and to poor effect. It did it too much. Way too much. If also, kept... oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to repeat myself and say just like, if they kept <laughs> it down to like, do just those three characters that had the big emotional payoff moments, and this would have been a phenomenal movie. The last thing I was going to say is just like, I know at the end of the day, we always joke of like how the anime is just a giant commercial for the video games and the merchandise and stuff. And while there's definitely some truth to that, you 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 take your new mythical Pokemon, and obviously you you're you're doing it to I'm assuming advertise that hey I have, we have this new mythical Pokemon, a Pokemon that for all thoughts is very lucario like and there's no secret that lucario is uh pushed very heavily mostly young boys but um they don't really make they like when you walk out of that movie you don't really feel great about zeraora and you don't really have like an affinity to zeraora like you would in like the Keldeo movie where like Keldeo does get its moment or when you walk away from the Zoroark movie and Zoroark and Zorua have their moment and like the Manaphy movie has its like they all have their moments and like Zeraora doesn't really have one. It just it it up it almost kills Ash, which is like, okay, cool, we hit that story beat, Ash almost died, yep. cool. Um and then it almost dies. Yep. And then they, then Lu, then Lugia comes and puts out the fire, and then that's it. And then the movie's over. And so I don't really know what they were trying to accomplish with Zera Aura, because I feel like uh, if you go to like the Zorark movie, which was like again Zorark, you could easily say like is a reject Lucario, because they tried to do all the same beats merchandise wise and TV show wise and video game wise with Zorark. And just didn't work. Like, at least you leave the Zorark movie being like, man, Zorark is cool. Because yeah. Zorark is cool. I mean, it's an illusion Pokemon, so mm -hmm. it's it's cool. But, like, what do you walk away from Zeraora with? Like, it cares about forest Pokemon. That's cool. It's electric. That's cool. You this, would think... some anger issues. This movie was a very bad advertisement for Zeraora because Zeraora yep. did not have a full storyline because there were too many characters. There were hints of it. they gave it to Callahan. <laughs> Callahan is not the problem. <laughs> I will fight over this because I actually thought Callahan's story was. Re I actually think he had probably the best and more most fleshed out storyline of all I of the Callahan's. The, th um, the biggest problem I have with Callahan, while his storyline was good, it could be cut, 
and this nothing in the movie would change. Well, I mm, the one <laughs> thing that I feel like is super impactful uh that at least uh Irene and uh like Becky gasped was when like they like when um Torin accidentally plays the wrong video and then you realize that like Callahan is cheating and like that whole scene I feel like was like one of the more impactful scenes of like we all knew you were cheating, and now this world knows you cheated. And that was... And more impo- most importantly, the person he was lying for, his cousin, whose name is Kelly, by the way, she found out. And her emotional reaction is also very impactful. Right. But, again, if you take that out, if you take his entire stor- storyline out, the movie doesn't change. Yes, it does, because if he doesn't... Go about the- bragging and saying, oh, well, there's a super rare Pokemon around here and that's why I'm here. Then Margot doesn't think that he knows about Zeraora. Then Margot doesn't stop the whole thing. Then none of the yeah, fake but flimsy conflict the- happens at that, all. That there's a super rare Pokemon could be given to any of those characters. Yeah, it could be given to any of those characters as a throwaway and, line. Yeah, and it was basically a throwaway line here. Like, no, Callahan's character exists to set up potential at the bottom at later but if you take callahan out of it and you give that to somebody else if a random person says to risa hey there's there is supposed to be a rare or it gets announced or rick in his wild announcement says hey i've heard that there's a wild pokemon rare pokemon in these areas all the events that happen after that still happen and callahan isn't in there while callahan is an a, a effective emotional story it can be taken completely out of this film, and the basic points of this film don't change. And that is my biggest problem with Callahan, is that you can remove him out of this and make it a tighter film, get the same message across, and he would not be missed. Okay, I will make you a proposal. Rather than taking him out, because he's the best storyline in my humble opinion, <laughs> um, rather than take him out, take out all the useless characters and focus more on that storyline. Because with Callahan, you could actually go through and say, like, you can correct the issue of rely on your Pokemon, not on your friends, and say, like, oh, in the end, he made this horrible thing messed up. Like, he was the start of it because of all of his lying. And then you go through, and rather than having it, everybody has to figure out what to do with all this chaos in the woods, you have it, okay, now he's trying to fix it. and then. Because he's upset, he thinks he needs to work alone, and it's more of accepting yeah. other people's help, and they all come together to help him to fix the problem that he started. That would be but a good story. That would be. But the thing is, the point still there is that in order to, to make that happen, you have to take out multiple characters to get to a, to a different ending. Whereas you can still get to the same ending that this movie had by taking one character out. I didn't and like the ending the that this movie had. I didn't either. But I'm saying <laughs> so that for the movie it? as presented... You can cut Callahan, and the movie does not change in its basic plot and structure. I think the plot and structure probably would not change, but I think that the emotional value of the movie would significantly change. And that's what matters more to me. But unfortunately, they robbed the emotional value from the other more important and more interesting characters to give it to Callahan. Like, Risa could have had that moment um, the scientist guy, Torin, could have had that moment. Like, the people, there are other people that could have more effectively and more distilled that moment down than Callahan. And that's I... maybe, I still think Callahan had a great storyline. It was one of the best. My issue with it is, is that he was tacked in to an already too complex and too full of holes movie. 
and you can easily take him out. And that's my biggest issue with the Callahan thing, is he can be easily removed. They did not incorporate him well in that film. They did not do his they did not do him justice. And as a result of having too many characters, they didn't do anybody else justice. So you the my issue with Callahan is that he can be easily taken out of that film and you still get the same film. Well, first of all, we're never gonna agree on this and that's fine. I think I do agree that other characters could have gotten a lot. I think that Risa and Torin definitely needed significantly more time on their payoffs because those were really good payoffs too, and they should have had yeah. more but, time. They also, they also gave it to like, I mean, this is just a thing, but like you, you took time away from a full-fledged female protagonist to give it to Callahan, which also sort of bothered me because I kept feeling like we're cutting away from the interesting character who is something we don't see a lot in these Pokemon films to give it to this guy. I don't Why? disagree with that in the least. I just, I guess I just think that rather than cutting Callahan, I would rather just cut, like keep Callahan, keep Torin and keep Risa and up their storylines and cut out everybody else. And I think that would have been a good movie. Yeah. Oh, it would have been a better movie. What, <laughs> if, what if the movie had more Ash? No, oh, also, my favorite character. Ash, like, Ash literally the only Ash. the only purpose. I was actually very impressed with how little Ash is in the movie. The only purpose Ash had purpose Ash had was literally to say we're more powerful with Pokemon. Yeah, we could do which things is a real them, weird message. Literally, well, they, that gimmicky line is the only reason he's in there. They also kind of do that with um. Arceus in the Jewel of Life, where he just uh-huh. feels like he is he is there for people to go. Like, oh, I, I, it's hard. Like, I, I don't think, and uh, it's obvious they're never going to cut Ash from a Pokemon movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, or an animated but Pokemon movie. Like, but like, I feel it, like it, also he, his story, an, his message could be done by Margot. Yeah, I but agree. he's still a nice anchor. So I like that they yeah. didn't use him that much. And but like he still kind of fit and that was fine and that was like he strung it along but yeah I, I mean like we can talk in circles for days it's just <sighs> this movie was not super good um, no I would watch it again but I'm not sure I would pay to watch it again now I uh, as we said before f- full disclosure somebody else paid for my ticket and I still feel like I paid too much to see this <laughs> film. See, with I Choose You, when I walked out, I wanted to go, like, I wanted to see it again instantly, and when it came out on Blu-ray, I wanted it right away. With this movie, if it's in a four-pack, maybe. Maybe. I feel very similarly. It is definitely significantly better than a bunch of other Pokemon movies, so I will at least give it that. It's not a high bar It's not rock bottom. You know what's funny is, as much as I don't like Lucario, Lucario Mystery of Mew, probably one of the better Pokemon movies. Probably better than this one. Oh, it's definitely Definitely better better than this one. one. Lucario Mystery of Mew actually makes sense, and actually, like, not bad. Not bad. Um, That Zoroark movie, though, not great. (laughs) I like the Zoroark movie. (laughs) It's okay. But it's not great. It's just a solid acceptable. Yeah, yeah, Just like this movie. This movie is a solid acceptable minus well uh that's the power of us i'm pretty sure i'm sorry i don't have this in front of me i'm pretty sure disney xd will be playing it um sometime yeah, in this on the eighth on the eighth there you go so if you want uh this movie is a hundred and uh 105 minutes long yeah it felt long didn't it almost For a short movie almost two it's hours it's almost as if you could have cut off the last third of the movie 
Um, I Choose You is an hour and a half, just for reference. And this movie feels longer. <laughs> and, Way uh, longer. Uh, the Volcanian movie is also an hour and a half, so yeah, this this movie was- It's also horrible, so... Also bad, yes. Probably the worst, I think. At least in my, I will agree. In my book, I think that is the worst one. Um, okay. Well, that was the movie talk. Uh, I'm sure there is a bunch of other Pokemon news we've missed, but we're going to... Um, I want to take a break for one segment, so we're just going to trudge through this and do our Woo-hoo! question of the week, and that'll pretty much wrap up our show here. This is from ready? the yeah. Can we get the intro song, Greg? I always Thank forget. Thank you. It. Welcome to the question of the week. It's even more beautiful in person. It, yeah, it's, it is. It's real good, huh? Uh, I work on them. This uh, question is so. Uh, if you don't know how the question of the week works, we do have a uh, Patreon, and this is for the people who support at the attic level. They can ask a question every week that we, as the title is, and we. Maybe probably should have thought of something more clever, but yeah. uh, it's for people who want to support, and they can also send in news articles and stuff we focus on. Obviously, this last week was a not only a new game release, but like a ho- also just getting off a holiday, so it's been a little hectic. We're getting back in the groove of things. This one is from Patrick Pallet from Slack and says, If there's one thing you can go and change in the Pokemon franchise over the past 20 years, what would you change, and why would you make the change? Okay, number one, I want to be able to swap out Pokeballs. I want to be able to put my starter in a different Pokeball. I want to go have some item, like some bottle cap equivalent that I can bring to Pokeball Maniac late in the game and say, swap them out. I wanted an luxury ball. Please and thank you. You can do that with GoPark. You can, kind of, but not really. If you cut something in an Ultra Ball and you transfer to GoPark, you get to recatch it in five different balls. I mean, I'd be fine if it was a re-catching mechanism like Go Park, where I could swap it. But that is my biggest, that is my biggest thing. Like, I want, I hate the fact that I love my starters and I can never get them in anything other than a plain old Pokeball. It bugs me. I want that changed. That's a really good one. I have two. I don't know if you want to go first, Rochelle, though. Um, it's up to you. Uh, I think mine... <laughs> So he was like, uh, I'll do, I'll do my, I'll do my easy one. I think, uh, I think that they should just rehaul all of, all of the shinies. I th- Less green, please. I agree. Like, Less green. Like, I think there are some subtle ones that are good, like Pikachu and like Charmander. I think if you, once you know, like Charmander is subtle, but I think it's, it's fine. And Charizard is obviously one of the more respectable and people's favorite shinies, but like, all the, like this past weekend reminded me how much Bulbasaur's shiny sucks. It's just, hey. it's just like every time I clicked on one, I was like, I j- this green looked different than the last green. I literally clicked on two Bulbasaur's in a row, and maybe my eyes are just going bad. But I was like, I can't remember if this is the same green as before. And the, oh nope, they're they're both not shiny. I just I just don't know green. I just can't tell anymore. <laughs> and there are just Pokemon that. Like uh, Garchomp, Gang- like Gengar. Come on, like Gengar got got yeah, so got shafted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they fixed it with the Mega, but come on. Yeah, and I I don't I like I don't know what they're holding on to. I get it. Like twenty, it's it's always been the shiny for twenty two years, but they changed shinies before. They changed Charizard. They changed Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil had sweet purple flames at one point, 
and they got rid of it. Like, they've definitely changed shinies, so I don't... And Let's Go does make it better just because of the color gamut of Let's Go and yeah. how, like, things look really, really good. Like, shinies look very good in Let's Go and just Pokemon in general. Um, I think the 3DS, it's maybe our eyes just adjusted to the 3DS over seven years, but I feel like now looking at the Switch for the last two weeks and looking back at 3DS <laughs> games, you're just like, my, like, what? I just yep. slap mud on your eyes and then just start playing the 3DS because, like, <laughs> Everything yeah, is so washed out. Yeah, it's um, it's bad. So that, I mean, that's... it's good, but it's it was good for the time. But yeah, like once you know something better, you're like, oh, I don't want to go back. I yeah, played those. I played those battles to get my shiny, and I'm like, oof, to go back to. Uh, so that's my one minor thing uh, is to change that. That's also a good one. What do you I'm trying got? to think? You have these really nice, like, simple, like, oh, if they made this one little change, that'd be great. The only thing I can think of on the spur of the moment is I think I would like if I'm never going to get over this idea. If they had, like, when they had, if they had, how do I explain this? Please cut out all of my, well, uh, mm, sure. Mm. Nope. Nope. I'm going <laughs> to cut, the, I'm gonna cut those and send them I, right to Nick. To, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, send it to Nick. Beautiful. Um. I've always kind of wished there was like an alternative track than rather than like the eight gyms and all the battling yes. and battling and battling and battling. And I think that if they had like when they introduced competitions, if they had taken that and developed that into something different of like you can do one of these two different things. Imagine how cool that could be if it had yeah. all this time of development behind it instead of just leaving it there and tossing it in occasionally. I think that would be a really neat change. I when they first introduced contests, I honestly thought. Would this be an alternate way to go through the game? Like you get eight contest badges and then mm -hmm. you do whatever at the Elite Four or however they forget. But I really thought that that, that was that they were gonna finally introduce a different path through the game. And they never did. And I do agree that that is something that would be a very nice add. Like different ways to progress through the system without it being the gym system. Agreed. And imagine this. People love character customization. Imagine instead of training your Pokemon with like stats and moves, imagine if you could like work to make, I don't know, a bunch of different accessories and customize your Pokemon. And that influences how you do in the contest. People would love that. I would probably love that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, I've, I've wanted that for years. Same. Um, but with, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the programming would be to make that happen, but. I have wanted something because, I mean, I think if Hello Canto taught us anything that the gyms, unless they make radical changes, start to feel real stale when you go back to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other change I would probably make is Pokemon types need to be overhauled. Not the types per se, but like specific Pokemon. When you look at Brock's gym, his Pokemon mm -hmm. are ground rock. And the real advantage that he has is that they're ground Pokemon. <laughs> Not necessarily that they're rock Pokemon. Um, so that's like a little frustrating. And then you look at all the flying Pokemon that have existed and they're all normal flying. And that's pretty annoying. Um, and then for some reason, the developers of Red and Blue 
were obsessed with poison Pokemon. Every single Pokemon in <laughs> Kanto is poison. There's a lot. There's a lot. Hey, of we didn't. We we only have three ghost Pokemon guys, but we still don't have enough poison. So let's make them All ghost poison. poison. Like All why? Like remove poison from Gengar. <laughs> just make them ghost. On it. Like I just. Why is Geodude rock ground? He's just a rock. He's literally a Maybe floating rock. Italia form Gengar will be pure ghost when we go to Italy for the next game. <laughs> Why does every single normal flying Pokemon also have to be normal? It's just... Just fix it. And they they did! They, like, gave Magnemite Steel, and they gave some Pokemon Dark, and then they changed Clefairy yeah. to Fairy, and, like... While what you're they doing need to it, do. just you you already change moves, you already change abilities, <laughs> like just change types. I don't understand why they hold on to certain things, but they're so lenient to change solar beams seventy times in the last twenty years. But gosh forbid we gotta keep Gengar poison ghost. <laughs> you already got what enough they, poison. What they need to do is just completely they need to get a little chart and they need to take off all of the types and they start from scratch and just using the types they have now, assigned types now. Because I feel like what it is is that they're like, well, this has been this way for a hundred yeah. years, so we can't, like, people will get mad. It's like, no, change everything. Make well, everything think, make sense in one fell swoop. I think that's the brilliance of introducing Alolan forms, mm -hmm. is they can keep the original and give a branch that fixes it. As long as they make those easy to get outside of the game, I think that helps solve... The problem, because if like pure ghost form Gengar is way more effective, then people will just start using that and it'd be like, oh, well, that's the other variant, which isn't as good. So I think they've built their way out of this hole while still preserving what everybody sees as legacy. Mm, so I'm like, really hoping that happens. But as a World of Warcraft player, Greg, ex-World yes. of Warcraft player, and as yes. a also just a player of games that have kind of been the same but change i have to change to change like they do make dramatic changes they like i remember when final fantasy sometimes. 14 was like hey we have 32 moves that's too many we're just gonna bring it down to 20 and everyone lost their minds that like this sucks this is gonna simplify it and then like two days later everyone was like this is amazing i'm glad they made all these changes well not everybody not everyone but i mean the let's, majority okay, let's be let's be Completely clear here. World of Warcraft is launching Vanilla WoW service <laughs> to beat all of the people who are angry that they've changed from Vanilla WoW. So to say that that, that is a better way, Vanilla WoW servers coming in 2019 clearly disproves that point. People want the old... Even though I have I've played Vanilla WoW, you could not make me go back to that nightmare. <laughs> there are so many people who look at these changes and say these have ruined these games. And I think the best way for Pokemon to avoid that ugly quagmire is to do this form thing. Because World of Warcraft is is the example of people never never letting go of a terrible experience because it whatever value they put on it. Never underestimate the value and power of nostalgia. It Just, was harder. Uh, like, yeah, it was harder and it was terrible, but whatever, go for it. I don't know. They just change moves and abilities all the time. 
I they think. make subtle changes a lot of the time, and they do make some drastic, but not not like Gengar is no longer point like that. I think for a lot of people, be like, whoa. But if they said Italiaform Gengar is pure ghost, people are like, oh, cool. Like it is definitely in the marketing to get the same result. I will say, if they did want to do that, a good time might be. I don't know when you have an influx of new players and you're moving to a new system. <laughs> yeah, that would be the universe. The best time is you're when uh, you're on a new console and there's a, maybe a new region with new Pokemon and uh, you had a you know a remake of an old game where you can kind of fudge some <laughs> stuff and you know kind of <laughs> test the waters. Uh, final question, real quick, uh, Rochelle, how are you liking? Let's go. I am a solid B plus on Let's Go, maybe. I have a few particular issues with it, but on the whole, I find it quite delightful. Um, I really enjoy it. I enjoy playing two-player with my friends. We haven't talked about the RAM. Oh, oh yeah. please, can we not? <laughs> it's we, We've been hinting at it this entire time. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. Man, this show's already 90 minutes long. All Just, right. Let, okay, here's the PSA. I'll do a quick PSA. Okay. Ready? You may have heard something about resetting the RAM to get faster shinies. It lets go. The person was lying, had a beef against Joe from Cerebee, and made the whole thing up. You don't have to reset your RAM. The game is fine. Random odds are random odds. The more you know. Insert star rainbow. There you go. <sighs> That is actually Check your sources, kids. really well. The, the only thing I'll say is it blows me away how many people fell upon that initial post of this is how you can get better. This is how you get your shinies faster. Because I mean, it, fed, it fed their emotional needs mm-hmm. to right. a key. And because people are going to latch onto that <gasps> thing like, yes, this emotionally feels right to me. And because if, you're, if your lie. luck is bad, you will literally take anything to mm-hmm. justify it. Justify why you are unlucky. Um, but the amount of people that stumbled upon that, believed it when that post had no evidence, it was just a post of this person saying what they're saying. And yep. then two days later, the same place, the same subreddit, the same person posting posted that Okay, I made the whole thing up because I don't like Joe from Cerebi and I wanted to I wanted the community to um side with me and so I did that by lying to all of you, which is very like not good. <laughs> okay. Not a good um, way not to do how that. you build a friendship. But sir. uh yeah, uh but the amount of people that didn't see that um is just a, a little alarming um overall of just like okay, well, you believed this first post with no evidence, and you didn't see the second one, so hopefully you're still not going out there with an like very obvious and proven and the guy admitted lie um to all of you. It's uh very disheartening overall that somebody not surprising yep. that somebody would do that because people nope. suck uh and they throw Gatorade bottles when they can't take a Pokemon go gym, but um. <sighs> PSA, cite your resources. Humans are the worst. I believe Will ah. will be back. Yay. I miss Will. Woo. I haven't talked to him in a while. I believe Rochelle will be back. 
Um, I do not know about Al. Uh, he just did have another kid recently. Yeah. Shout out to Cute baby, baby Al. Good little baby, baby. We will definitely get Al. Al is not gone forever. Uh, we, you will probably not hear from him until, uh, probably next year. I mean, we're running out of days here and I'm getting married soon. So I'm not, I don't want to pull Al away from his kid. Plus his schedule is already very hectic being in a different country, uh, but, uh, I'm sure we'll get Al's impressions. We'll probably talk about, let's go more next week. We'll probably have a bunch of news that we might've missed that probably not as time as time sensitive next week. Pokemon of the week next week. It's been good to be back. Um, so if you want to, uh, follow us on Twitter at white wing for Greg, uh, Rochelle, I can't think of your Twitter off the top of my head. Is it Miss Delaney? Yep. It's Miss Delaney with two L's. Okay. Uh, myself on Twitter at dragging a lake. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon podcast. Um, still doing pretty much daily Twitch streams. If you want to join in over there, twitch.tv slash pkmncast and it's always like like once once or twice a day i always get somebody that have been like i've been listening to the podcast for two three years i finally decided to check you out um it's just it's awesome it's just to like be able to see that those people exist i mean i see how many people download the show but when like one of those people step up and say like i like the show it's very humbling so uh thank you guys who stop in um and and say stuff like that or just on twitter or um in slack and stuff i'm i'm yep. already blessed with all the people in slack that say nice things every week uh or just tell me that i'm wrong um which i'm used to but that's fu- that's fine i mean you're usually wrong so no yeah, yeah very accurate very accurate <laughs> if, if, if there's only one thing i'm right about it's uh, that i'm consistently wrong so uh we will be back next week of course otherwise this has been another episode of the Pokemon podcast, and we are <laughs> super effective. Super plothole ineffective. Yeah, big ol' pothole. Cut Callahan. Super no. cut Callahan. Poor Callahan. He had that <laughs> moment with Sudowoodo. Yeah, one moment in a whole pile of trash. A big shout out to the producers of this show, starting with Kevin, Cygnus, Robert, Ivan, Jeff, Patmatrick, Catherine, and Alex. Thank you so much for your support and supporting it's super effective if you would also like to support it's super effective you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective or even easier isc.cash thank you all for listening and we'll see you next week